Hi, good evening. And so today is the uh, 18th of April 2021. And every, um, every um, Sunday at about um, 8pm London time, we like to give a um, webinar and blog um, from Zimmer and Peacock for the um, news for this week. So this is that um, video and blog. So I just want to kind of give an update on our news. So um, if we look at the ZP news for this week, one of the sort of big um, pieces of news that we put out there is um, at ZP we're in a sort of constant um, state of development. You know, the company's growing, we've been hiring a lot of people. Um, there's a new facility, 4,000 square meters, and we became ISO 13485. So it's been very, um, and a very um, rapid growth um, in the last year. And, um, as part of the kit out of this new building that's become available, we've started putting in these um, clean rooms. And I think they call this kind of box in box because essentially you build a, a clean room um, inside a normal, well, I say normal room, these 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 are um, extremely big halls. So we've got these large halls um, at ZP um, and we're building some um, halls now. Oh, sorry, within those halls, we're actually building um, some new clean rooms so it's quite um you know it's it's early days on these clean rooms but you can if you're um, watching the video log or list or if you're listening along on the podcast i'll just describe it but essentially we've um putting in these new um walls and they're going to have sorry these new supports and we're putting um extraction hoods in etc to kind of keep the facilities um, nice and clean and essentially people sometimes ask us you know well you know how do how do I manufacture a biosensor? And essentially, if you don't control the conditions, including the kind of cleanliness or the dust particles in your atmosphere, it's going to be very hard to make a reproducible um, biosensor. So I just want to kind of say that um, one of the big pieces of news from Zimmer and Peacock this week is we obviously have this new facility and we're obviously spending quite a bit now in kitting it out. So if people are I mean, there's a lot of people who are online who are kind of interested in doing um, or working for us or interested in doing um, placements with us. Um, we would definitely encourage you to kind of carry on um, 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 applying. But I just want to kind of say, um, you know, there, there is some um, decent equipment um, coming into this new facility as well. Um, so that was some of the news from um, ZP this week. Uh, so I just want to also say that um, at ZP, one of our um, sort of most popular electrodes is something we call the hypervalue electrode. Um, now, one of the things about the hypervalue electrode is it, if we just look at it, it actually has a rectangular electrode. And for ZP, the rectangular electrode is really good because essentially at Zimmer and Peacock, we're quite different from a lot of companies that they you know they they make these screen printed electrodes and they will essentially do exactly what people ask them to do but what people are doing is people are asking for these circular electrodes and these circular electrodes are very useful when you want to hand pipette you can pipette a little drop down it spreads out in a sort of um, circular direction you get a nice even coating and then people say to us well you know at ZP you seem to make um, a lot of these kind of um, rectangular electrodes why is it you do that and the answer is this that we've always got a vision that people are actually going to go to market 
And if you're going to go to a market with a screen printer and electrode, you're probably going to put the electrodes in a microfluidic device. Now, with a microfluidic device, you can have what they call capillary fill, where sample comes in and it flows along the chamber and you then get a result. So on our website, if you're so um, interested, we have capillary fill electrodes. Um, and we have some videos showing those, those types of capillary fill um, electrodes in action. So we make rectangular electrodes, not because we're trying to so much support the research effort, we're actually trying to support the products um, and people are actually going to market. And that's what makes us really different. So when you look at our rectangular electrodes, you think, well, that's not going to be very easy for me to hand pipette onto. And we, it is actually okay. And we do, um, if, if you follow any of our webinars um, or YouTube videos, we, you know, we do talk about how you can functionalize these rectangular electrodes. But the reason we make them rectangular is not because um, we're trying to be different in any way. It's genuinely because rectangular electrodes in a microfluidic channel allow you to have a kind of system where the sample will come in, um, it will cover an electrode, it will then get to the next electrode and maybe the third electrode. And essentially what that will do then is it will trigger the um, electronics to know that the center is filled and covered. So we make rectangular electrodes so that you can have automatic start in your real product. Now we do understand that there is actually a big push, you know, from the research community who wants, who would like four millimeter electrodes. So we did put some images out there this week and say, look, you know, we are going to do a four millimeter circular electrode so that you can hand pipette onto it. Um, the demand is there, people are requesting it, and we are just saying, look, if you're interested in this kind of electrodes, um, you know, please register with us, please contact us, and um, we'll make that electrode available to you as we get it, as it comes to us. So let me summarize then, so on this one. So ZP is gonna do a four millimeter circular electrode. We're doing it because um, people request it. And if you're ever wondering why we make our electrodes rectangular, it's because of, we've always got a vision that you're actually gonna to go to market. And that way you can, um, with these rectangular electrodes, perpendicular to the flow, you can have an automatic start for your assay. So that's why we do what we do um, with that regard. So some other news um, this week, um, we had some really nice um, results with an engineer and a, and a group at Harriet Watt that we've been collaborating with. So at Zimmer and Peacock, um, we make a really nice solid state um, pH sensor. Um, so we have our screen printed solid state pH sensors. They're pretty good. Um, and we also have a pH sensor that's in fact got nine pH sensors on board. And those nine pH sensors are actually in a area that's only like 12 millimeters by 12 millimeters, sorry. Yeah, 12 millimeters by 12 millimeters. It's really um, small. And so we've been a good piece of work with Harriet Watt and our engineers collaborating where we've actually got um, all nine electrodes working and we're able to get all the, all the data into one piece of software. So essentially we can now do pH detection, um, pH um, measurement, but also pH resolution. So if you've got a solution where 
the pHs are different across the solution. Um, this array, this 3 by 3 array of um, electrodes allows you to actually sort of see you know, that that electrode is at pH 7 and that electrode is at pH 10. So if you look into the, if you're watching the video log, we've got some color coding up here. You can see that here they have some, they're treating it almost like pixels, which I think is pretty cool. So we have a green pixel and a blue pixel. So you can sort of see that the blue pixel is probably more like pH 10 and the green pixel is more like pH um, 7. So that was some pretty cool um, work this week that the ZP engineers um, did with um, the guys at Harriet Watt. And then some um, other news um, from ZP this week, this is pretty good as well, is um, at Zimmer and Peacock, I actually showed um, a little video earlier on and said, you know, this is a capillary fill um, sensor. The thing is, capillary fill or, I, I, you know, microfluidics, um, it goes hand in hand um, with... Um, it really goes hand in hand. Um, microfluidics goes hand in hand with biosensors. So really, it's um, if you want to have a biosensor, you need microfluidics. You need a way of moving your sample onto your sensor. And so we're very keen on microfluidics at ZP. And so we've put out some technology this week to really help people um, with the capillary film nature of their sensors. And so if you have a look at our news, we've got this 3D printed biosensors and screen printed electrodes. So if you dig into this a bit more, um, there's some pictures here of um, ZP's hypervalue electrodes um, with some 3D printed parts on top. So what we've actually done is, um, you can take our screen printed electrodes, um, you can purchase them as per normal, they're pretty cool because they're like, um, they're in packs of 200 but they're 99 cents each so you can take those screen printed electrodes you can um, buy some adhesives so we have adhesives with rectangular shapes on them circular shapes on them and square shapes on them and the reason that we have these um, various shapes is because um, we're actually making these STL files um, available on the ZP developer zone. We've put a price on these STL files, but if you are a member of the ZP developer zone, it's 100%, we can provide 100% discount code, so it'll cost you nothing. So essentially now what you can do is, you can put microfluidic devices on top of the screen printed electrodes um, by essentially um, 3D printing them. Hi. Um, so this is a, and I'm just uh, playing the video. I'm just playing the video now um, on my um, on, on the video log. But essentially, there's these STL files. Download them off the developer zone. Adhere them to the um, ZP um, screen printed electrodes, and you have yourself a screen printed electrode, which you can convert into a biosensor, and you can have microfluidic device on top of it. And essentially, then you're able to sort of form a capillary fill. And that's good because now you have a way of moving the solution to the sensor, controlling the volume on the sensor, and that turns a screen printed electrode really into an in vitro diagnostic. For me, in vitro diagnostic often means electrochemical sensor plus microfluidics really equals um, in vitro um, diagnostics.
so what I shall do then is say and yeah please join the developer zone you can ask us for a discount code it'll be 100% and you can download this STL files now the last thing I just want to cover this week is um, some sodium sensors so Zimmer and Peacock we've got a super large range of um, screen printing electrodes we have a super large range then of biosensors and within that biosensors we have some ISEs some iron selective electrodes um, we put a video up there this week because one of our engineers Anna was um, testing a um, sodium sensor um, and so the guys show in that video the experimental setup you can kind of see the sensor in the video where it's sort of in a little beaker and they've got a little beaker stirring or a magnetic stirrer. They show how the sensor takes um, a little time to equilibrate and when it's equilibrated they add in some sodium and the sensor shows a, um, a nice jump in signal. And it's quite a nice video in some ways because um, it not only shows how we work, it probably also shows the care with which we work. You know, in terms of, you know, the lab is obviously quite, you know, as you would expect from a company like Zimmer and Peacock, it's very, it's a very well organized lab, very clean and tidy. We have um, a really good um, engineer and scientist in the lab who really care about the environment that they're working in. Um, and so in that um, video, um, Anna has the sensor in the solution. She adds this, the um, sodium in. If you're watching the um, live stream, you'll see it um, in a minute. She'll add in the sodium, which she's probably going to do now. And they'll probably zoom in on her screen in a minute because at the moment the signal's just going along. Um, you add in the sodium. It's an iron selective electrode, so it will show a voltage change as a function of the iron concentration. And it's probably worth knowing we do quite, we've, we've got some extensive webinars on this kind of um, biosensor on our YouTube channel, and there you are, the signal's jumped up um, and she gets essentially um, a new signal. So that's a, t a fairly typical kind of experiment that we do at Zimmer and Peacock. So I suppose it's quite nice because when in this webinar, at the very beginning of it, or this pod, you know, we were actually discussing um, clean rooms and those clean rooms are really being built in the new facility to actually allow us to manufacture in a very controlled, clean environment. Um, but you can also see there's the other side of the coin for Zimmer and Peacock that, in fact, you know, we also have laboratories where we do essentially fundamental research and development. So let me come off um, this video and let me do a bit of a summary um, for this week. So we're building those class seven clean rooms. I know a lot of you on YouTube, you know, are pretty keen to kind of join the company and do placements with us. We are active, you know, we are recruiting. Um, it's only the COVID-19 that's really preventing quite a few people who we've promised. Um, um, we've, we, we've promised some um, placements with, um, so that, that will happen. Um, we are gonna bring out a new four millimeter um, diameter electrode and um, if you want to receive one, please um, click the buttons and register for that. And um, also spatial resolution on pH. I mean, this is a pretty cool sensor that we have where in fact, you know, we have nine sensors, nine pH sensors in a really um, sort of dense array, let's say. 
and we're actually able to address each one of those. So you not only know the pH, you, if there's a difference in the pH across the sample, we can also know that. And that, I think that's really quite cool. And I like the way that this engineers have color coded that. So it's, it's essentially like a pixel. Um, and that's pretty um, good. And then just finally, um, I think it's finally, yeah. Well, actually two things. Um, we are, have put some 3D printed files which you can print microfluidics for your screen printed electrodes and please join the developer zone because you can get those STL files completely free and then lastly we just put our video out there about um, testing um, iron selective electrodes um, because you know ZP has is an unusual company that we have really good manufacturing and then these really state-of-the-art um, laboratories fully kitted out for people interested in doing um, biosensor development. So as I say, today is the uh, 18th of April. It's 20 past 8, um, approximately 20 past 8 here in London. And this was a look back at the news from ZP for the week starting, um, I think it was the 11th of April, yeah. The 12th of April rather this week. Okay, so if you've got any um, questions or comments about um, ZP or for ZP, um, don't hesitate to contact us. Okay, I'm sorry if we had any um, lag issues this evening, but otherwise, um, thank you and speak to you. Don't forget we have our live um, webinar for ZP Developers Zone members, 8am every Thursday, London time. So join the ZP Developer Zone. We do a very technical webinar at 8 a.m. every Thursday at London time. Okay, thanks very much.